1: On today's episode,
0: we're gonna we're gonna dive into a topic that is I feel like has been on my heart and my mind a lot recently, and mostly because I've been noticing that I've been struggling with it a lot recently in my life. And implementing the things that at least I'm gonna talk about, and I know Kev, you're gonna share, you know, your own experiences with this, has really helped me over the last few weeks, and I know is gonna be able to help, you know, you listeners. And it's it's the idea of being able to disconnect from this always connected world, whether that's social media, whether it's screens, whether it's constantly scrolling or constantly tuning into like a show or Netflix or watching the news, being able to disconnect from that so that you can actually allow your own thoughts and intuitions and new ideas to come from deep within yourself and not from the outside world. That's always looking for your attention and always looking to influence, influence you in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to get into today.
1: Yeah. This actually, I feel like it ties together well with the episode we did with Neeraj about calling back your power because literally like, I mean, the the book that I'm reading, which I feel like sparked this idea of this podcast episode is called how to break up with your phone. And that is by Catherine price. And it's an incredible book. I've learned so much from it already and I'm only halfway through, but she spoke about how our attention is monetized. Mm. And so Think about it, even like social media. She gave this example because it's it's free for mo- the most part, and so you think like, oh, I'm not. It's not. I'm not being like sold anything, or that my attention is not being bought, but it is. Because think about the advertising. That's a major driver of revenue for any of these social media apps. Are all of the the ads that you see, which you potentially might have clicked on, or actually bought something from, I definitely have bought some things Mm -hmm. from Instagram ads for sure. So we're literally selling our attention basically. And where we place our attention, then we're giving our energy to. So it's really important to recognize how we're giving away our power in that way, but then also then recognizing that if we want to bring back the power, then also actually get a deeper connection with ourselves, we must regulate our relationship with our technology.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I don't, I, I don't think that people realize like how much it's actually affecting them right. or how much they're actually being influenced by it. Dude, and I, didn't. I mean, dude, it, it's kind cool. of scary looking at um like a weekly summary of your screen time sometimes. And it's like three or four hours a day. And it's like, dude, that's a lot of screen time. And, and when you're, you're not just like, look, you're not like looking at notes and stuff or like reading a book most of the time on your screen, you're actually looking at other people's content or, you know, big media companies content, and they're putting certain ideas in your mind. And if you're not careful, those ideas too, will seep down and create certain emotional, like patterns inside of you as well. And a a lot of the the stuff that we see online too, is very like, uh, inflammatory and reactionary. Like they're trying to get a reaction out of you. And over time that, that emotionally, that emotional reaction to to stuff actually can become addicting. Mm. So it's like, when you're sitting around, right. And you're kind of bored. It's like, you have that feeling to pick up your phone or that feeling to like engage again with the world or, you know, I want to put engage with the world in quotes because a lot of times you're really just consuming. And it's like, you're running from some type of discomfort usually to go to the phone or to go to something else. And, you know, okay, we talked about this in our stress course too, like those go-tos. And I feel like a lot of people don't have the ability these days, including myself. I'm really working on this to actually be bored, to sit and be bored and sit in that discomfort of, wow, my mind is actually not occupied by anything. And that kind of feels weird because the last you know, 10 years of my life, I've had a phone, like I've, I've been so connected to things that when I actually have time to sit and just be still, sometimes that's uncomfortable for me. And so I wanna deflect that discomfort and, and, and give my mind something to do. Right. And again, it's okay for sometimes, but what we're missing out when we do that is actually getting a chance to listen to ourselves. And to listen to what's bubbling up because a lot of times that discomfort is trying to tell you something, you know, and if we're always filling our mind with stuff and we're always having these emotions that there's no way we're ever going to be able to listen to ourselves and listen to what's trying to come up. It's just going to continue to be deflected.
1: Spot on. Really there, uh, you know, you've been like looking into dopamine as yeah. well. Uh, Catherine Price in the book also covers that, or at least touches on it. But what was the insight that you got? I'm sure it relates. And obviously, what speaking to what you were saying about the challenge that we all face.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the dopamine's like the, the chemical in the, bra- the brain that's responsible for pleasure. And it also has a reward circuitry. So the more you do something that releases dopamine, the more your brain is going to crave that activity. And so our phones, like, it's that anticipation of something new when you go to your phone, right? The, the constant swiping—you you can never run out of swipes, right? Like on on, right. on Instagram, you can swipe all day, and you'll always get new content. And so it's like right before that swipe, you get that that boost of dopamine because you're like, oh, something new, something new is coming. But the problem with dopamine is that it's it's the molecule. This is this is what a uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman said on his podcast. He said it's the molecule of more. You'll never mm-hmm. actually be satisfied. You're always going to want more, and so it's hijacking that system of that reward and pleasure over and over again to have continuously coming back to that thing. And then when, when your dopamine system's like always on fire like that all day long, when you end up stopping, you know, it's like you stop and you like go for a walk or something, you realize your mind is still going like a thousand miles an hour. And you're still thinking about how to get that dopamine. And you're thinking about your phone you're thinking about picking it up, even when it's like not around you, even when you don't have any messages. And that is like hijacking our attention span. It's hijacking our energy and it's, it's detrimental to, to focus and it increases like procrastination. And I've noticed this stuff for myself, like, you know, Kev, I'm, I'm sure you've had days where you spent a lot of time on Instagram, like scrolling reels and stuff. And yep. you get like some enjoyment out of it. But then afterwards it's like, again, like I can't slow my mind down after that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if I spend a couple hours doing that or even 30 minutes and I try to do some focused time, like working on something, it's it it just it's so it's so difficult, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, the, the first just after all of that, which I pre- thank you for sharing that because it's uh something again I was aware of, but I think it was important to speak on, especially in this episode when we're speaking about like the challenges we all face with technology and disconnecting, because that that's it's not something like you don't have the willpower to do. It's literally a a challenge that is set up within our own brain because the people who have created the technology, not only the social media apps, but also our phones, literally our mm-hmm. phones, they're they are literally designed to keep our attention more and more and more and more. So there's nothing wrong with you. It's actually just that there's been such s- sophistication with this technology that it's very easy to fall into and just stay in that rut unless you hop into awareness and realize, yeah. like, oh, I don't want to do this. It's not creating the kind of experience I want to have it. I'm, I'm right there with you, Chris. Like this book is a, gives you like a 30 day uh, challenge and steps to take each day. And it's, it's been difficult. I've, it's now seven days in eight days in technically, and, but it's been really helpful to be aware of. And like you said, it's screen time, like because I was being like tracking it more, I actually reduced that. I actually had less screen time, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, fell back into a pattern and was like on in the weekend and spent way more hours than usual than I thought I would. But anyway, so I first recommend definitely getting that book. If this resonates with you, you want to have a a longer plan. Like I'm not going to go into the entire book, but that book so far it's really been helping me is how to break up with your phone. And it's not about completely getting rid of that technology, but It is about having a more conscious relationship with it so that Mm. it's, it's less controlling you and you get to choose when you're going to use it. So it's definitely helpful. Um, but I want to speak to actually just something else and not really switch gears, but in a way, just speak to another part of like, you, you mentioned this briefly, but spiritually what happens to us? Cause that's the scientific side of like what happens, but spiritually, what we were talking about before about where our our attention goes the age old adage in the spiritual community is that where your attention goes, your energy flows. Mm -hmm. You actually speaking to the scientific side of it is that when you are focused on something, you're continually thinking certain thoughts, which a lot of times on our phones or on these social media apps. And when we're on technology, we're given ideas. We're not given the space for our own creativity, for our own original thought. So when we're focusing outward, then we're training ourselves to look outside of ourselves for the answer. Mm. So if we actually want to build a deeper connection with ourselves and to know ourselves more, to have a great, just more compassion, more love for ourselves, to be able to actually mine the depths of our soul so that we can bring forth our own creativity, our own unique brilliance that we're designed to bring forth in this world, no matter what we do creatively, then we need to actually have the space and time away from technology. And that actually give it the space, not just a 10 minute meditation, but Mm -hmm. literally time, like hours on end. Not that you have to literally spend an entire day without your phone, but even if it's just an hour or two where you put your phone away and that you spend that time with yourself, like uh, it's now a bit of some months away, but uh, back in the summer when it was much better weather here in Colorado and even a bit into the fall, I would go on hikes and leave my phone in my car Mm -hmm. and was brilliant. I I miss it. I didn't miss it at all. It was great. And I had that space and time by myself. And so it's, it's so rejuvenating. And I I think if you've had that experience yourself, which I know Chris, you have as well, that's, it's so powerful and it's so effective to help you in shifting away from that addiction for lack of a better term. And then to be able to come back home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, I think you brought up a lot of good points there and I want to highlight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> highlight, whatever you want to highlight. Cause I know I said a lot. No, yeah. <laughs> I want, the first thing that I want to highlight that you said is the, that it's, it's not your fault if this is continually happening to you and the, the, the way out is really to step into awareness. Yes. And that's so key because again, there, it is, it, it is a, I think they're even starting to put the uh, like cell phone addiction or social media addiction into the DSM five soon. I'm not sure if it's done yet. What's that? But the DSM-5 is like the uh, um, the manual for like psychiatric disorders, like depression, okay. anxiety, like they actually codify them. Yep. And I am thinking about putting that one in, I think soon, I think they've been mm-hmm. talking about it. So it actually is, like the, the, there's a pathological like like mechanism that's going on inside, like when you feel this need to pick up your phone or this need, you know, to, to continuously scroll or it's like, it's like a compulsion almost. It is almost like an addiction right. because of the way that the dopamine works. And if you, if anyone is interested in the dopamine system and, and the, the reward and, and all that stuff, Dr. Uh, Andrew Huberman has a really great podcast on dopamine. He has a podcast called the Huberman lab. It's like an hour and 45 minutes and he goes really deep into it better than I can ever go into it. So like, just if you're really interested in it, like I was, I consumed that took a lot of notes. It was great. So if you're interested in that, go check that out. But there is like this, this like biological compulsion for it. So I think having compassion for yourself is really important. Because sometimes like we can just get sucked into that. Right. Um, I think another big thing is stress levels. I think a lot of times, like when we're stressed, we tend to go to these types of things to relieve our stress or to provide us with some type of relief. And so being able to work with your stress levels in a more conscious way um, can help you eliminate this need or this, this feeling like you need to go to your phone. Right. Um, that's what, that's what I've been working with is like my stress levels. Cause I notice, that when I'm sitting at work and maybe I, I get to a hard task that I maybe don't want to get started on, that's when I, I feel I want to reach for my phone. It's almost like a defense mechanism to, to take my mind off of the current stressor to, to distract myself. But then when I come back to the actual stressor, it's still there. So mm-hmm. it doesn't actually solve anything. It just continually kicks the, the can down the road. Um, so that's like, that's like really important as well.
1: And, Which, um, quick side note, no, dude, yeah. if you're going to go on yeah. to another point, but about no, the no, no, stress. Yeah. As as a note, if you're interested and you're listening to this podcast, Chris and I created a course on conscious stress regulation. We may call it different. That was the working title when we first created this course. It's still in the works of creating a self-study. We did this live back in August, 2022, but if you'd like to know more and if you'd like to have just more information and want to hear when it first comes out for you to invest in, which yeah. we're, we're thinking of charging, I, th- I don't know, 197 or something like that, United States dollars. So uh, it's a really in-depth course on working with the principles of consciously regulating your stress. So if you're interested in that it makes sense to you and you w- want to uh, hear more about it, just email us, which what's our podcast email, dude, is it science and spirituality podcast at
0: gmail.com. Yeah, okay,
1: great. Just shoot us an email there. We're not super active there, but w- we are getting more active in terms of just responding and being, uh, in that email, but we're creating a course and we're going to offer that uh, in the near future, the next handful of months. So if you're interested, shoot us an email and say that you'd love to be on the wait list, something like that. You can
0: also direct message us too on the podcast page. If that's easier.
1: There you go on Instagram. Yeah. 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 on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Either way, Um, whatever way is best to get in contact. Yeah. Just let us know if you're interested. Yeah. Yeah. Continue Um, then. What are you going to say?
0: Okay trying to remember. Well, I mean, I don't remember exactly what I was to talk about now after that. <laughs> okay. <sorry>. Um, <laughs> no, but dude, you, but you, you're making really good points too, about, you know, when you went, you go hikes and then leave your phone in the car and you just felt so good. Yeah. Have that time with yourself. And that's it. Like if you're, if you're someone who is, you feel like you, you use things like phones and social media, blah, blah, blah too much. And, and, and whenever you try to like, let's say sit on the couch, or go for a walk without your phone and you feel this like discomfort inside. Like that's not a bad thing, that discomfort. Like that discomfort just means that it's like, oh, well, I'm actually being able to listen to myself and listen to my body. And there's these emotional patterns that are happening and occurring and sit with that for just a little bit longer than might feel comfortable. Because again, like that discomfort is gonna drive you to wanna, to, to escape from it. It's gonna drive you to wanna dissociate with something like TV or social media or the phone, right? But give yourself some time to actually just listen to what's coming up. Because a lot of, this is like really good information in there sometimes. And again, like when we're always like outsourcing our attention to something else, we don't actually get a chance to hear from that side of us and th- that deep down side of us. And we don't get a chance to slow down either, to actually try to unpack like what it's saying and to, 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 to hear the wisdom in that as well. And so like that discomfort normal. And a lot of times it's that discomfort that drives us to Want to disconnect? Like not disconnect. I mean, like disassociate. Mm. Sit in that for a bit, or go for a walk without your phone. Like you said, it just like and just listen. Yeah, yeah. And and that gets easier over time. Obviously, like again, in the very beginning, it's going to feel very uncomfortable, especially yeah. if you're not used to doing that. But the more you do it, the easier it gets.
1: Definitely. And there's major benefits to it. I'll, I would like to actually switch to talking about that because. we've given enough space to just the challenge that we all face and it could be seem seeming daunting or that it's like an impossible task and like oh like i'm you know addicted to the phone it's like yes all those things may be true and challenging but like you said there's possibility like we can make the choice and be different and actually experience life differently away from technology and disconnected that's why we titled this episode is that in order to make a deeper connection with yourself You do have to disconnect, but specifically from technology or those things that pull your attention and your energy away from yourself. Yeah. But I think you, you, the first step is so. uh, Like I love that you highlighted that it's okay if it's uncomfortable, because that's actually the reason why most people don't do it, because it's not fun. It's it's uh, it just feels weird or there it seems like there's something wrong. There's actually not. It's quite a paradox. Is that when you actually give yourself space to know yourself, often the things that you've been discontent about, that you're upset about, that you don't like in your life, or that you don't like about yourself, that you know you want to change, those things rise up because they need the space to be heard, to be seen first, to be able to be changed. And not that you have to fix yourself, but if you want to experience life differently, you have to work through that discomfort. And Mm -hmm. you were saying sitting with it, for me, like just because I've heard people ask the question, like, what does it mean to sit with my emotions? Like, how do you do that? It, it's actually quite simple. It's more simple than most people think of. You don't have to have some special technique in meditation or to uh, have some special psychology technique to like work on yourself. It's literally just noticing where those feelings are and what they feel like, or noticing the thought patterns, what they are and what that feels like, or what that is, why it's coming up for you right there. It's like just giving it space. That's what it means to sit with it is to allow yourself to notice, but not be dra- dragged down by it. Cause I think another, like a, a subtle thing that's behind this is that a lot of people don't have the understanding that it is like the deep subconscious belief that they can change what they're challenged with. We often think that like just because something's been going on for months or even years that it's like, oh, this is just who I am. So that's why we don't want to sit with it. Cause it's like, if I sit with it, then I'm just going to be looking at a problem that I can't, that I can't change or I can't solve, or I can't overcome. Mm. Not true. You may feel like that and that's okay, but I want to tell you, it's not true. You are more than whatever challenge or circumstance or condition that you're facing internally within yourself. Mm. Because as a reminder, this is the spiritual side of it. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. In the human experience, we face challenging thoughts, emotions, and maybe habitual patterns that we may be living in, but that's not who we are. We have a body. We have thoughts. That's possession. So who is the possessor? It's who you really are. It's you as a spirit, you as a soul. You are the life force animating this body. And so just because you've been dealing with something in the human experience for X amount of time, it's okay. The the first step is acknowledging it. Mm -hmm. And then there's things you could do to overcome that and work through it. But yeah, you first have to give it space.
0: Yeah. That was beautifully said. Thanks bro. (laughs) Yeah. and, 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 uh, for me too, it's, it's, it's like sitting with emotions, giving those emotions space. It's not actually about trying to solve them. Yes. Either. Because what, what, again, like what I've noticed with myself a lot is when I feel an uncomfortable emotion coming up and I don't reach for something like my phone or even dude, even snacking for me, I'll just go get a snack when I'm like, when I feel that way and I don't want to deal with it. Right. And it's an unconscious thing. It's, it's almost like a reaction. It's like, I feel discomfort, boom, social media, boom, phone, or like, boom, like snack, like whatever. Right. But it's like, when you actually sit with that feeling, it doesn't last as long as you think it's going to last. Like you're actually just giving it space to move through you. And and a lot of times like emotions really don't last that long when you actually just allow them to pass any, any emotions like happiness too. You can be super happy about something and you realize like a minute later, it's, it's that, that really strong, powerful side of the emotions is very fleeting because it it moves Mm. through you. Right. Right. And so the, the more we give us, give ourselves space to actually be able to sit there and listen to those emotions and just let them like feel them. Yeah. You know, like the, 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 the faster that they'll actually be able to process. Like it's not about sitting there and being like, all right, like I'm feeling this way and like I gotta solve this problem. It's like you don't have to think you don't have to think that much. It's really mm-hmm. about just sitting there and like you said, Kev, like feeling where the emotion is, breathing. And again, like that process of sitting there and then having your mind race about how to solve it. That's I feel like that makes like social media and stuff makes that worse.
1: Yeah. Because always. your mind's
0: so fast. You're you're always trying to like do the next thing and always trying to solve something. And you're not actually just sitting there and allowing things to
1: be. Yes.
0: And so this is a, it's a practice. Like it really, it really, really is a practice. And over time it it really does get easier. Journaling helps. I've been journaling a lot with my emotions. Mm-hmm. Um when I've been sitting in silence, I've been I've been like actually like asking my my deeper self, like, all right, like what are like what are you trying to teach me here? Like, why am I feeling this way? And then actually sitting there and allowing myself to answer, like subconsciously, not thinking about it, just allowing Mm -hmm. an answer to come up and then journaling and writing about it. That's been really therapeutic for me and really helping. But again, like you can't get to that place if you're constantly outsourcing your attention outside of yourself, Mm -hmm. which you're not going to be able to get to that place.
1: Exactly. You need to give yourself that attention that you would love. That actually is what we're craving for, you know, like. You actually said that before we hit records. So speak on that because that's huge. Say, say it one more time about how what we're actually looking for is that deeper connection with ourselves or deeper connection in general. And we think we're going to find it in technology. but And, and maybe in, in spurts here or there, it's actually you do connect and engage and you maybe learn something about yourself if you follow really great accounts that do yeah. share great information, but it's, it's fleeting. It's not very yeah. powerful or it's not very, um, how would I put it? it's not the main function of technology and and, and social media. Even yeah. if we follow a shit ton of accounts, is like, are you really integrating and learning at, at what you're learning? Probably not. It might spark an inspiration. It's like, oh, cool. But then you scroll into the next one and it's a meme that's about right. cats. Like, right. It, <laughs> it doesn't yeah, dude, really no, matter. I,
0: dude, and I think also too that it, it uh, we did an episode on this recently, the like enter spiritual entertainment versus actually yes. spiritual growth. And I feel like this is also another big thing when we're, we're consuming a lot of things. Mm. It's like, you, you know how I many like inspirational Instagram accounts there are, inspirational YouTube accounts. And you'll watch like an inspirational thing, or you watch a bunch of them in a row and you'll feel good watching them, but then you're not actually taking any of that and implementing it into your life. Cause it's, it is just that, that, that process of like, I don't want to be bored. Yeah. Like, let me do something. This feels good, you know? And it's like, it's getting out of that. And the only way to get out of that is actually to connect within. Like mm-hmm. actually to, to like take time and integrate that stuff. And I, I really think like that it's that that speed thing. It's like slowing down, like really slowing down. Cause our minds are always racing. And again, if you're a person who's consuming a lot of content, like you're, it's speeding up your mind
1: mm-hmm. and you're
0: always looking for things to happen quickly too. Like the constant scrolling, like opening your phone, always having new notifications. It's speeding up the mind. And like, we, we need, we need to slow down. Like we, yeah. as like a, you know, and You know, Kev, it was really good that you brought up in the beginning of the episode about the connection to Neeraj's podcast. Cause again, that's the whole key too. When you think about all the work that you do as well as a life coach and, and you think about the, the, the power and the intensity of, of attention towards a vision and like the, 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 uh, uh, the action that needs to be taken, like you really need to be focused and you really have to have your attention directed towards a thing that you really, really want to bring about. And if your attention's constantly all over the place and you're constantly getting barraged by all these new ideas and these new things and these new sounds and these new like little sound clips and everything, it's, it's scattering your energy.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: we're more powerful when our energy is laser focused onto something that we really want. And again, like disconnecting from that, asking yourself, what is it that I really want? Getting really connected with that and then focusing on that, you know? And again, in the very beginning, it might be difficult because you're going to want things to come quick but it's, it's a slow, it's slow. You know, it's a slower process and it's about directing the energy. So mm-hmm. I got some really good tips. I don't know if we want to move do into it. that
1: part. Let's do it. But,
0: but yeah, the, the one thing that's helped me tremendously start your day with like an hour and a half or two hours of no phones or screens. Like when you get up, I don't know, you can I mean there's multiple iterations you can do of a morning routine, but don't have it include your phone. Like if you, if, you, if you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is check your phone and start scrolling on social media, that's going to tell your brain, all right, like this is where I'm getting my pleasure and dopamine from for the rest of the day. It's going to like set that tone of like that quick hits, right? It's like, you don't want that because then the rest of the day is going to be downhill, right? So when you wake up, you want to start with no screen time. You want to start with things that center you and even slow you down, like reading or like, uh, like I, I connect with God. I read the Bible. I've been praying a lot. I've been journaling a lot been reading, I work out, I go for a walk, I eat, I do all of those things before I even look at my phone. And it's, it's helped.
1: Yeah. Do you use your phone for an alarm though? So I use my, uh, I use my watch. Oh, nice. And
0: so my watch just buzzes to wake me up and then I turn it off and that's like, and then I'm, I'm, I'm on my routine. So my, my phone's out of the room. Um, it's, it's just charging overnight. And so my watch wakes me up, but another thing about the watch, so I turned off everything on my watch. No notifications. I don't get anything to my watch. It's just a watch now. And I used to get notifications to it, like texts and like alarms and and Mm -hmm. like, like everything, like Alexa notifications, like email notifications. And it was driving me crazy. Cause again, it's like, you know, every three seconds you're looking at it. So I turned all that stuff off. It's just like an alarm and a fitness tracker now. (laughs) Nice. Yeah.
1: Dude, I completely forgot because I know dad gifted me his Apple watch because he didn't want it anymore. Yeah. But I was thinking actually just getting rid of it because I, I I mean, I even turned off all the notifications, but I don't like having so many options. So I was thinking about getting rid of it. Maybe I'll use it for that because I still use my phone as an alarm and I do my best to just turn it off and then go to do my morning routines as well. But it's again, like the phone is designed for addiction or for us to actually like tune in. So like when I turn off my alarm, sometimes I'll see a notification. Oh, so my friend. sent me a Snapchat. It's like, oh, yeah, shit. like, yeah, I'm going to check it or a message. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like or a text, a text, text message. message. Dude, exactly. It,
0: that, that, that desire is so, is so strong. Like I remember, yeah. dude, when I was like, when I had my alarm on my phone and I didn't want to look at my phone in the morning, I turn off my alarm and I'd have a text message yep. and I'd be like, I want to open it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to see who this is. Like, I don't want to wait two hours. And, and like, yeah. it's, it's, it's difficult in the beginning. Like you notice that. And that's the key. The key is noticing that, like that urge. Cause again, without that awareness, you're just going to go straight for the phone. And then like, you could lose 30 minutes to an hour just on the phone. Like you gotta be aware of that. You gotta be aware of where your energy is going. And the reason that I love the morning routine is that again, it's that quiet focus time in the morning before the day gets crazy. Cause again, if you work, you know, if you work from home, you're on screens all the time. If you're, you're commuting to work, you're going to be around people. It's like, it's very hard to find time for yourself, but in the morning, wake up 30 minutes earlier, wake up an hour earlier and just sit with yourself, like Mm -hmm. have some fun with yourself. Like read, like journal, like learn about yourself. Like ask your start to ask yourself deeper questions about why you're feeling a certain way or what's challenging you. And you'll start to get answers. Like your your intuition, like the universe, God, whatever you resonate with, it's going to start speaking to you. Mm -hmm. But you need to give it that space. Like you need to like, it's because it's quiet. Yes. Yeah. And everything else around us
1: is loud. Yep. 100%. That, uh, it's so good. And uh, seriously, I do the same, like I do my best to have the same thing, like no phone in the morning, but that's I noticed is like my challenge is since I use my phone for my alarm up until now, that's like a pull toward it. So that's why I was asking you and like what you do because yeah. they recommend getting an alarm clock, but that doesn't really work well for me. Cause Viv sometimes is sleeping since she's a night shift nurse. So mm. like, I don't want the, alarm. I can't even have my alarm on my phone all the way downstairs in my kitchen. So like when it rings, like it wakes me up, But sometimes it doesn't wake Viv up because she's like a yeah. deep sleeper and especially after working 12 hours. So I think it'd be easier to have it on my wrist. Like I even looked up, there's like a $20, like alarm clock on your wrist where it just buzzes. So like, <laughs> I funny. think I might just get that
0: Dude, instead the, of having
1: the Apple watch. But that's what,
0: I mean, that's what my watch does it. it cause it, right. cause you know, Julie wakes up at a different time than me. Uh, cause I wake up like earlier. And, yeah she sleeps in a little more. And so I like, it buzzes, like she doesn't hear it. I can wake up and it's fine. So, so um, I think
1: I might just reinstate my watch just for a nighttime thing. Yeah. (laughs) You can
0: just keep it by your bedside. Yeah. And just just put it on at night. Cause they have like the, 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 the Apple phone has like the sleep app now too. So you can put like when you want to wake up. And so it's, it's, you know, technology is good for certain things. It's just, it's definitely got to be, we got, we got to be careful about how much we're consuming of it. And dude, the, another thing that I want to highlight too, really quick is that People who are listening to our podcast and have been listening, you know, from the very beginning, like we've talked so much about visioning and and having a dream and 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 we, I feel like a lot of our podcast is that like connecting with that spiritual side of you and being able to bring about like the life that you want to live, and that really does take conscious attention and conscious action based on that attention, mm-hmm. and you can just like just by that definition. And like what you need, the sufficiency to bring about something new in your life, like that focus, you can really see like how much it's being taken away when we're spending so much time on things that are feeding our mind with stuff. Exactly. And so it like intuitively makes sense. So the next step is, all right, like, how am I going to give myself that space? And that's each of our own responsibilities to take back that power and to take back that focus and take back that attention so that we can use it. So again, our, our attention, our time is valuable. hmm and these, these companies know that, right. How valuable our attention is. So got to take that back, use it for things that serve us. use it to build the life that we want.
1: Mic drop. Yes. <laughs> was there any other tips that you had? Cause you said you had some tips unless that was mainly it. The,
0: the morning. morning, the morning routine has been the game changer. Yeah. Because even if I fall during the day, like spend an hour during lunch on Instagram because I'm stressed or whatever. I I know that I had those two to three, two to three hours in the morning of focus yeah. time for me. So that's that's been huge. Uh the second one is dude, the like night night routine at mm. like 845 or nine o'clock because I, I try to go to bed at 10. 845 or nine o'clock, I don't care if we're watching Netflix like Julie and I, or I'm on my phone, like no screens are off mm. at nine. And it's like, all right, I'm gonna read bible i'm gonna read a book like i'm gonna do something to slow my processes my, my mind processes down again and again like yeah take time to, to focus on myself and my energy um that's been key and then taking walks like getting out in nature like just getting away from especially if you work from home man like you're always on a screen like you gotta sometimes you just gotta actually physically remove yourself from screens yes just go outside yeah um because nature will slow you down because nature is not in a rush hmm. like getting around some trees and stuff like you'll be like wow I'm worried about all this stuff that's happening and this tree is just chilling.
1: Vibing. Growing.
0: Yeah, vibing, exactly.
1: <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm vibing. Expand on that. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: There's nothing to expand on, just do it. Yeah. Um, and then I, I have personally haven't found much success with this, but there are apps that you could put timers on certain social media things, but I just find it too easy to click, like, skip. Yeah. And just so I don't really like those, but for some people, they might really work. Yeah. Um, and then again, just physically removing yourself from your phone. So if you're if you want quiet time, like don't put your and you have troubles, you struggle with this. Don't put your phone right next to you when you're reading or meditating. Like, yes. Put it in another room. Yeah. Like so, you really just focus on what's in front of you. So. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then uh, just know that it's going it's a process. Like, even if you weren't, even if you're not addicted to screens, you're not addicted to social media or whatever, like spending time with yourself and getting to know yourself takes time anyway. Like it's, it's a lifelong process. So like, don't get frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, I tend to, not to... Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I can, I can keep going about tips and stuff, but I think the actionable, there's some actionable stuff in there.
1: I'd say, yeah, make yeah. it simple. Like you could go yeah. on, but let's like just pin it with that because those some really strong ones. And then, like we said, especially in the last episode on spiritual yeah. entertainment versus actual like spiritual transformation, just take this and actually use it or work on it. Or that was, um, that was episode 161, how to activate spiritual growth instead of being spiritually entertained. The moral of that episode or the main point was to actually implement what yeah. you learn. So if this resonated with you, it's just do it, work on it. Yeah. And give it the space and time it deserves with those simple tips Chris shared.
0: The last thing I'll say is if, if people are interested in, in more tips or more guidance on this, we talk a lot about this in the stress course. Yes. Like the next tip I was going to go into was stress re- relief in general and how important that is because yes. social media use is a go-to for a lot of people to relieve mm-hmm. that stress in an unhealthy way. Um, so we talk about that a lot in the course.
1: So again, if you're interested email or DM us and, uh, We'll put you on the wait list. Sweet. Yeah, exactly. There was a, there was something else just to end off this episode with, uh, an invitation as well to work on this even more the, cause you were saying is like that it takes, if we're wanting to build a dream or actually create a life that we love in all areas and that we're really wanting to transform and change our life by meaning by means of our own spiritual connection with the infinite and living our life in our, the best way that we know possible. It takes intention, it takes the attention, takes focus and work on it over time. That is a major point of what you probably may, if you listen to our podcast, you may have heard me share this already, but I am hosting a one-day event called Soul Builder Live where this is the main intention, literally, is to give you the space and the time to go within and listen to yourself. Like, yes, I will be sharing different tools. I call them soul tools that I learned from our mentor over the last nine years of how to build a dream and live a life that you love that is aligned with your soul. So you can grow as a soul, but really at the whole point of it is to give yourself space and time in this day long event on Saturday, December 3rd, so that you can give yourself that space to dream, to connect more deeply with yourself, to know what you would love and then also how to move forward and overcoming any procrastination and actually building up the inspiration motivation to go after with what you love in a consistent way over time to actually create that because it takes time, like Chris said. So if that resonates with you, if you want to spend a day with me, it's Saturday, December 3rd. It's coming up soon, depending on when you're listening to this. And uh, it's just $47. So you can invest in yourself by clicking the link in the description of this episode, and we'll be diving into that full day event. And uh, I know it's around the holidays too, but again, carving out the time for yourself is really necessary if you want to actually create more of what you would love instead of being distracted or being told what you should do or shouldn't do or different things like that.
0: Yeah. And for $47 for a full day of Kevin, that should be illegal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> appreciate that, man. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, again, if it resonates, you can look into it. And if you want to just even learn more about the event, just click the link in the description. You'll get, find a page that, I share more about what this event is and even a breakdown of like, what we're going to be doing in the three sessions that we have throughout the day. So it's a full, like about eight hours or so. There's going to be tons of breaks and also connection time with other people who are there right now. There are 14 people signed up. So, yes. and from different countries, which is awesome. Like someone from the Philippines is joining us, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, so you get to connect with other like-minded people from all around the world as well, which is super inspiring for me. Anytime I've gone to events like this. Yeah. Sweet. Yes. But all right. So lots of suggestions. So again, the stress course, you can message us if that resonates with you, the link in the description for Soul Builder Live, and then yeah, implement what we shared as tips and we know it'll help. So hope this has helped for now. Peace guys. See you on another episode. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally at Kevin F. Carton or
0: at Chris J. Carton or our podcast Instagram page at Science and Spirituality Podcast. And if you feel guided to, the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review. This way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.